Nerdwide podcast. This is a special little one-off one shoot here. We're going to do called "Let's Fix DC." Chris, that was a brilliant title. I'm glad you said it. I'm your host Tyler Haynes with my good friend and co-host Chris Rivers. What we're going to do here is we're going to fix DC. And Chris sent me a text message a couple weeks ago. I'm going to read his text, and we're going to go there. We're going to go into it. Let's each bring our ideas to the table for how we would relaunch the DC content, film, TV, and/or streaming. What platforms, characters, and then the next week we can bring our casting ideas to those shows, the characters that we proposed to the week before. So we're going to do that, but this is the Nerdwide Podcast. Let's do a little offshoot here, a little episode that we're going to have a little fun with. Chris, I'm going to start. I'm going to okay. go, go with an obvious one. Uh-oh. Let's reboot Superman. Now, this has to be a, a feature film. I don't need it to be a... Uh, a TV show or anything like that. Although Superman and Lois doing a great job of it, but mm-hmm. I need that next big Christopher Reeve Superman. I need that next big, even uh, uh, Henry Cavill Superman. I need. They needed to reboot it. But here's the thing, though: they have to pick the correct director for it because it's we've seen yeah. we've seen all sorts of directors for these things, but they need something that makes you fall in love with Superman. It's not some dark and gritty. Like, Henry Cavill is, yes, it's fine. And it's a great movie. I love that movie. But if they, they're going to need to do what Marvel has done with their characters. And to me, as personally here, Superman has to be that flagship character like Tony Stark is. He's going to have to be the one to start it all up and get the ball rolling. Kind of what they did with Henry Cavill. But they're going to have to fix it, really get in there, and, and make it fun that everyone has to watch it yeah I, I think superman's one of those characters that when you get to the grittier slightly darker superman that only means something if you've gotten the truth justice in the right. american if you've way, already superman. established your good your your just your red and blue superman right yeah there you so, go Oh, you want me to go? Oh, ahead? yeah, go ahead. I'm ready for it. Are Are you done? No, that's that's that my it? first one. Oh, yeah, I've got oh. more. Okay, so here's... I'll give you my first one. And it's... I took a more slow burn approach. Okay. This. Um, I would kick it off with an HBO Max series. But I called it Timeless but it would focus on the presence, which is the DC universe, their version of God. Okay. And it would be the, we would see in the first phase, this would kick off the first phase and we would see the creation of the DC universe and we would meet the new gods and stuff to come. But I would start it off with timeless with this sense of seeing it all created and meeting the, the ultimate powers behind everything. Oh, so that would be awesome. That's something we don't, we haven't really seen either. And right. I feel like it'd be a, a great way to, to kick it off. Oh, I like it. I even like it more of a – so you're saying a series as well, though. Yeah, I mean, I'll – just because it all kind of lumps together, I'll give you my HBO Max stuff there to kick it off. Uh, would be that series, followed by The Endless, which is Neil Gaiman's characters built around Dream, a.k.a. Sandman, mm-hmm. Death. Um, 
the new gods, which would introduce us to Dark Side. Yes. Um, Apocalypse would be another series to just cover that planet. Parliament of Trees, which gives us a foothold to later introduce Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. And then the Green Lantern Core. Oh. We wouldn't meet any of the lanterns we know, but we would see the formation of the core. Right. And how it came about. Because it's very, very old in the in the universe. Would you connect all of these together or would you or they all be like standalone how kinda how the DCEU is now? I kinda did this with an idea of having a character act as like a Nick Fury type gotcha. connection. And I'll I'll touch on who that character is uh on my next my okay. next turn. Okay. So I have so that's how not really so much a Nick Fury character, but I kinda related it to the the Tony Stark with Superman. That's how I would kinda get the ball rolling. But along the Superman veins, I am going my next one is also going to be an HBO Max. And this one I want I think what would be a great series is a Superboy series. Now, not the Titan Superboy, because you know not Titan Superboy, excuse me. Because that one's more dark gritty, not really you're fleshing out a whole team. You're not really fleshing out one character. Mm-hmm. I would love for a an arrow type show, but with Superboy, and that would kind of yes, all of my my thinking is all of my shows and movies and everything are going to connect. But like kind of how Marvel is doing with their MCU, with their Disney Plus mm-hmm. shows and everything. But I would love a Superboy show. He gets introduced in the Superman either one or two movie, um, if he gets that far. But it introduces him, and then we take up on the Disney Plus series, kind of like how they did with Hawkeye, and we introduce him with this character. We meet Crypto for the first time, and it's him in a Smallville-ish role. Like Superman, I'm going to put Henry Cavill, for example, is in the show one or two episodes. But like he is, he is at the Kent farm, but he is a Superboy. It's not, it's almost, it's really similar to a Smallville story, but it's, there's the different dynamic of, he knows who his parents are. He knows he's a test to um, creation, but he's still going through high school and still becoming Superboy. And then eventually throughout the seasons, it's him going into college and getting the Superboy name and following Clark and Superman. I really would love that show. I mean, we both love Smallville. But I want something close to it, but not quite Smallville. But uh, enough of a, a different twist and turns of a story-wise that you can do throughout that. Right. So, these are the films from my first phase. Okay. Uh, we would, of course, have a Sandman film. Mm-hmm. You know, And then we would have a death film. Followed by Dark Side's film right and then because he, he's he's gonna pop up later in some other stuff obviously yeah. he's one of the big big villains and then here's the guy that connects everything right he's the guy that's it. gonna dip in he, he's gonna work to coordinate to put teams together and again he's he's around and his his kind are around from the beginning finishing out phase one with his own film Martian Manhunter. Oh, dude, that's who, that would be so good. 
and he'll later on, like I said, he'll put some of these teams together. He'll work to kind of recruit people because he can monitor what's going on and right. threats that are coming up. God, that's genius. Because, I mean, like, how Zack Snyder's got it, you know, present, like, because we're not going to ever see anything from it. Martian Manhunter's there, but it's it's Batman that assembles the team. Uh-huh. And I that would work really well, because even as Supergirl, he kind of assembles the team for that, eh, kind of, sort of. But, I mean, because he would, Martian Manhunter would have the expertise. I mean, he's got the interplanetary uh, diplomatic ways and things like that. He can kind of be in the shadows because he can look however he wants to look. And then, oh, that would be a great, 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 good call. That's what I thought. I thought, especially being able to look like whoever. And he, he knows beings on different planets, so he could potentially recruit from those as well. Right. See, it's on, oh, that's a that's a good pick. That might be the best one. All right, you win. Uh, but first, before <laughs> you win, though, Chris, I've got another one. What's that? We need you. You kind of mentioned this earlier. We need a decent Green Lantern story. Now, mm-hmm. I would prefer it start with Hal Jordan, the one who sets it all up. To, you know, besides um, was it Alan Scott? I think is technically mm-hmm. the JLA one. Uh, but I'm, I'm talking about Hal Jordan, the the ship lands on the planet, he gets the ring, he goes and trains and everything. Because from there, you could branch off to all the new Green Lanterns. Um, I would start off kind of the same way with the Superman stuff. I would start off with its own single movie. But your your other characters that you meet in the sequels and threequels and everything is are the other characters. And they would get their own Disney Plus, not Disney Plus, HBO Max show, uh, and get that real, you know, 12 episode, because listen, we don't do anything less than 10 episodes on these series, all right? None of that six episode, four episode stuff, we're not doing it. Uh, you get all that time to flesh out the characters that got revealed during the show, or hinted at during the movies, I mean, and then you could bring them back into the fold, to these uh, big Green Lantern core issues, like... Uh, Called the fear ring, the yellow. I forget Sinestro. Uh, like when he starts taking over, obviously that's the first thing, and then he's going to come back. Like when you got, you got all these different colors of rings, and then you can have your uh, John Stewart's already training. He's working with the Justice League that's already been set up with these Superman movies um, and properties and other things. I got other ideas, but with Superman things like that. But I would have it where. They have their own shows, but then they can, when you have these big Green Lantern Corps issues, bring them all back in together. And you've already got, you know, you love Hal Jordan because he's had his movies, but you also love Kyle Rayner, Jon Stewart, and Jessica Cruz because you've already seen their, you know, a season or two of their show, and you're like, uh, this is Avenger-style uh, mashup, and that, that I'm here for. And that's, that's my next pick. I like it. I like it. Because you, the Green, the core is something that, you know, there's not just one Green Lantern. Right. Now, there's there's and a then, lot then, you can focus on. And, and then we find out, of course, later there's yellow and mm-hmm. red lanterns and, and, and all that. Yeah. Green Lantern's one of those characters. I don't think they've, exp- all due respect to Ryan Reynolds, I don't right. think they've explored him very well. No, and I think that's something that it's easy. Like, we thought they were going to do that in, um, in Arrow, but they never did. 
and yeah. like they hinted at it multiple times, but they've never done anything with it. And I'm just like, this is a character that y'all can do so much with, and just haven't done it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up for me, kind of kicking off. I'm using a lot of Marvel terminology. Oh, you're fine. Phase one, phase two, <laughs> but they do it right. Well, I mean, so it's, it's, it's hard it's not what, to look at. It's a billion, multi-billion-dollar films and everything. So yeah. Yeah, volume one of phase two for me is kind of built around our first team up. And um, we do kick it off, though, seeing... Because you, you've got to foreshadow what's coming. So I have an HBO Max series here for Krypton. Mm-hmm. As much as we both love the sci-fi show, you, you've got to redo this. And you've got to kind of, I think... If, if we're going back to the beginnings of the DC universe, you have to tell the full story of what happened on Krypton. Right. Um, but from there, we come to Earth, right? And we meet some characters that really haven't been, they haven't done a lot with in recent years because this is most of the team that made up the initial Justice Society mm-hmm. of America. So... Dr. Fate and Our Man are going to team up on their own show. Um, we're going to get the JSA Sandman. So not Neil Gaiman's dream, but the guy that wears the gas masks and just sprays this gas that puts his enemies to sleep. Um, we're going to get a, a Spectre film. Mm. Um we're going to have a Gotham series that works in here to kind of start laying the groundwork for Batman. Yeah, just continue then, the season from Fox. We'll just we'll just keep it going, honestly. <laughs> and, then, and then we're going to meet the original Adam. We're going to meet Hawkman, both on HBO Max. And then we get an Alan Scott Green Lantern film, a Jay Garrick Flash film, mm-hmm. all leading into the JSA film. And at that point... Um, I left out two of the other founding members of the JSA, Batman mm-hmm. and Superman, for a reason. They will pop up in the JSA film near the end. Um, but not right away. Right. So it'll be like cameos. So that's volume one of phase two, just setting up the first team that's going to kind of chain reaction lead to everything that's coming down the pipe. I love it. See, oh, I love it. It just gets me excited. I wish we had money and new people because we could really set these things up. <laughs> right. So my next one, and this is this is my last one that like I've really fleshed out and thought about. I've got a lot of things in my brain, but this is my last one like I've really sat down and thought about here because I would love. You know, we've all seen Wonder Woman and the second one, who which shall not be named. And there's there's one character in there that's a great could be a great prequel. See, I haven't really thought if I want it to be a show or if I want it to be a movie first. Yeah. I think I think I'd rather for it to be a show first and just be a one season, one and done, and then shoots off into Wonder Woman. But I want us to focus on the island, the mascara. And I want to focus on her mother. Hippo, I'm always butchering her, this lady's name. It's Hippolyta, Hippolyta, 
Hippolyta, whichever her name. I can never remember how to pronounce her name correctly. Just call her Hippo. Hippo. So that was her in Moon Knight. Towel rat. Yes. Um, But I would want to focus on her before she became the queen of the island. Like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, but it, in the, the final episode, the finale is her making Wonder Woman because, you know, she's made from clay with uh, Zeus's lightning and everything else. But I want to, I want to see that story of Themyscira of battling the gods and helping the gods and then her becoming the queen of the island and then, you know, ending up with Wonder Woman. I think that'd be such a great and just a fun story to to go through because there's a lot that happened before she, you know Wonder Woman was born and before she became strong and I want to see that and see the island of uh, Themyscira be fleshed out and made to what we know it is today I think it'd be a right. phenomenal prequel series I agree I think given that kind of background too instead of trying to shoehorn it into a movie right and you don't have to follow up because you've already seen it yeah uh, volume two on phase two here. I have four HBO Max series. We have the Spirit, which they famously made the Alec Baldwin. Was it Baldwin that was in the? No, that was the Shadow, right? Anyway, the Spirit gets his own HBO Max series, and then we give Martian Manhunter a series. He got a film before right. to kind of lay his groundwork but here he is in series form then we're going to do an arkham series again building the batman background here but then we're going to do a series as well for the black dragon society uh from dc comics just to set up one of our villains Mm -hmm. the films out of this volume are superman where he's going to face zod that's going to be his primary uh antagonist batman who we're going to see Harvey Dent become Two-Face. Okay. Because it times out well. Right. You know, a young Batman could be there at the same time as Harvey Dent, and then the accident, and then we get the second JSA movie. Um, and that's how you would end that phase is with the second JSA? Yeah, because what happens here with the second JSA is the whole time through the first JSA and on into the second, Martian Manhunter is trying to recruit Batman and Superman because really if you if you look around some of those members of the original JSA they're not sup- they're they're heroes but they're not super powered right. beings. So he he knows that this team isn't going to work as it's constructed. And through the black the black dragon society and there, there would be another villain in the film he knows that it's going to be a struggle Batman and Superman are finally convinced to join but it's too late Dr. Fate Our Man, Sandman the original Adam the original Flash the original Green Lantern all wiped out and so now you have the guilt mm-hmm. of because their their excuse would be we've got our own things to worry about. Superman's in Metropolis, Batman's in Gotham. They've got their own issues. They can't take the time to team up and fight this other thing. There's other people that can help. And now they realize they've got to find the time because mm-hmm. these people's deaths are kind of on their hands. 
And so that's how JSA2 ends, and that spawns the next the next major phase, which is leading to the Justice League. Oh, this is, I mean, you you've got it down to a science. And I went I absolutely I told, love it. <laughs> I told you, I went down the rabbit hole on this. Um, do you want to go next with? That's that's all I've that's all I've deep dived into. I just want to listen to all of yours because I am all in, dude. <laughs> like, because that with with the second JSA movie, because you could set it up that way. Like, even the the climax is everyone dying, right? And then somehow you know Martian, uh, Superman, and Batman become victorious. And then that's like your your end of your movie, your climax and everything is is the guilt that you're talking about. And they're saying, we, we have to make this work. We can't let this happen again. And then credits. And then yeah. the like that's your next phase is is building this team. And then, you know, which I'm sure it sounds like the third phase is last movie is going to be Justice League. And you kind of go from there. But, oh, I'm all in. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Well, yeah, because, I mean, that's – it also sets up the expectation with the audience. Right. These characters are going to die. Like, it's, there is no coming back. Right. Um, I did take a small, small uh, detour, just a, a very minor phase before we go right back into the superheroes here. Swamp Thing's going to get his own movie. Okay. You know, which potentially sets up him kind of, coming in to help out later on with some JLA stuff. Death 2 is going to get her own movie. And what I thought with that is it'd be very cool to have her interact with maybe Superman or Batman because um, they're still feeling that guilt. Mm -hmm. And they're having this conversation with Death herself on, you know, why? Why do these people have to... And in the midst of all that, we introduce for the first time over on HBO Max, Constantine mm. and Doom Patrol. Right. So we start getting sort of that element. We introduce them. We're not going to do anything with them for a minute on a regular basis. Then we go into phase three, Themyscira. Mm -hmm. We have a series for that. Atlantis gets its own oh, HBO see. Max series. Right. Followed by Green Arrow. And then Argus. Oh, Argus. Oh, see, that'd be such a good one. Because, I mean, you could Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. it, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Oh, that would be a good one. And that would be, I think, mainly Martian Manhunter putting the word out to the people within the government saying, hey, I need help. Right. You know, I can only be so many places at once. And that's part of the fallout as well from JSA 2. And then you get the films. Now we meet Hal Jordan's Green Lantern. Because he he goes to the Green Lantern Corps. I need another one. Mm -hmm. You know, I need somebody else. We get Barry Allen's Flash, not Ezra Miller. <laughs> we we get our Wonder we get our Wonder Woman and Aquaman movies. Right, because we've already set up their worlds and their quote unquote prequel and stuff like that. Yeah, oh. and that's it. That's it for that volume of that phase. But then we go into Superman and Batman's worlds. Catwoman and Poison Ivy get their own HBO Max series because that's one thing I loved about Gotham mm -hmm. is that they were friends. They knew each other as kids growing up, you know, 
So you get that sort of, they each come up together, but then they kind of diverge a little bit when Ivy has her accident and everything. Mm -hmm. Lex Luthor gets his own series. That would be a good one. Yeah. In the film, well, I'll finish out HBO Max. Lois Lane gets her own series. And Penguin gets his own series. Also, Joker's going to get his own series. Now, with Joker, you don't know what origin story to tell, right? Right. Because there's so many. And that's kind of the appeal of the character. No one really knows where this guy came from. So I thought, did you ever read the Joker Puzzle Box comics? Mm -mm. It's a series that they did recently, and a crime's been committed. And over these issues, Joker is being interviewed by the GCPD. They're convinced he did it, but he's saying he didn't. And mm. he keeps giving, like, there's variations of tales that he's telling. And so I kind of spun that here. We The whole series takes place in Arkham. Joker's already in Arkham. And he's being quizzed on his past. Uh, the GPTD... GCPD is trying to unravel the mystery of who's bombing Gotham. Who's got all these traps. and They think it's him. They think he has an accomplice. And he's sitting there and we see him initially being interviewed by a psychiatrist. At the end of the series, in the last scene, we figure out this psychiatrist that's been interviewing him and, and supposedly trying to get this information for the GCPD is Harley Quinn. Mm. And you get her reveal. And by the end of her interviews with him, she's bought in. Right. She's now going to flip. The films from that volume are the second Batman. Maybe he takes on Riddler and Freeze. Right. Superman 2, where he could take on Bizarro. Uh, and then you're finally your Justice League movie. Which it's been culminating the whole time. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, and then I started the next phase, but by that point it was it was really it was <laughs> really a fourteen-page document. Now. <laughs> so, so I went Wonder Woman two with more Phase Four stuff to be Suicide Squad, maybe Batgirl, Birds of Prey, Robin, Legends, mm. Titans, Shazam the second JLA movie. Yeah. But God, I love it. I don't know, man. I mean, listen, Chris, I don't, I don't know a lot of things, but I think, you know, I, not to, not just be boastful here. You know, mine's pretty great, but yours is, is honestly next level kind of things. And I would be 100% all in on everything you just said. And I'm going to say right now, Chris, you just fixed the DC. Ladies and gentlemen, well, this have, has been go ahead. <laughs> you gotta have somebody to run it. Right. I mean you have to have you have to have that vision, that, that Kevin Feige mind all the way out there. Berlanti. Berlanti, you know, and here we are. 
Uh, but now we know because Chris fixed it and he's got the plans for it. And if things start happening like that, we are suing. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this was the Nerdwide podcast for the little DC. Let's fix the DC uh, offshoot here. If you enjoyed it, let us know what you thought down below. Let us know how you would fix the DC by letting us know down in the comments or email us at nerdwide at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air how you plan to fix the DC. But until then, stay tuned for our next episodes of the Nerdwide podcast and we'll see you then. Thank you.